and welcome into the My Sports Now podcast. I'm My Sports Now director, Joe Busey. We have a golf-centric episode for you today, as our Joey DeBerardino has interviews with Sheboygan native and University of Oklahoma commit P.J. Maybank, and Mount Pleasant native and first-time PGA Tour winner Ryan Brem. A Mount Pleasant High School graduate, Brem collected his first PGA win at the Puerto Rico Open on March 6th. Prior to this win, Brem had never finished in the top 10 of a PGA Tour event, was ranked 773rd in the world, and on the only start of a medical extension. Let's hear from the man himself. Tell me what the last 48 hours, 72, how many ever few days have been like this crazy whirlwind that you've been kind of doing lately and just the attention you've received here back home from Michigan. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, it was, it was good to finally get a, uh, some sleep last night. We got in, uh, we arrived here in Ponte Vedra, I don't know, yesterday about six or seven, got all the way, you know, to the golf course from, uh, from the airport, but it's been a, it's been a whirlwind. There's just been so many family and friends, uh, that have reached out and, uh, in support and, you know, told us, uh, they were watching back home or wherever they were. And, and, uh, you know, it just, it looked like we were having so much fun, which we were. And, uh, I don't know, it, it was just a special week from the moment we landed in Puerto Rico. Your story gained national attention, obviously, because of how people love a good, you know, underdog kind of comeback story. I mean, you were, you know, the epitome of that, um, going in, what was your mindset? I mean, what, <laughs> What has to be going through your head when, you know, you, you know, your PGA tour status is out in line after, you know, medical exemption. Tell me a little bit about the pressure you might've been feeling heading into that tournament. You know, yeah. A lot of people have asked me that question. I, I felt the least amount of pressure I've maybe ever felt at, at certainly in a PGA tour event. I mean, that was my 68th start or something. I think I heard through the grapevine, but our intentions this year were always to just, commit to a corn fairy tour schedule. And when we picked Puerto Rico to, to uh, fit into our schedule, it, it just fit nicely in a pocket of a, of a month off on the corn fairy tour. And we knew we had to win anyway. So we, we said, Hey, we're going to pick something that fits great in the schedule. Um, we had five weeks on the corn fairy tour out of the country earlier this year to just get our game ready and prepare and, um, it just kind of all cum- culminated at once, uh, both mentally, ben- mentally and physically. I mean, my, my game was responding well, my mind was in a good place. My body felt good. Um, all, all the things just seemed to add it up. With that kind of the stakes for yourself on the line, I mean, did you kind of tell yourself, you know, Hey, I, I know I got to win this thing. Like this is, I mean, when you first oh, yeah. started. When you first started, you know, playing in that first round, were you like, you know, I got, this is, this is mine to take. I got, I got to win this. This is, you know, this is, this is my tournament to win. Um, you know, the first round, I wouldn't say that, but I would say going into the final round, definitely, you know, I, I just kind of had an inner calm about it. And, and I, I told myself that I was going to do whatever it took to, to get the job done. And I wanted to stay aggressive, especially early in the final round. And, um, uh, uh, we ended up starting out, you know, birded the first hole. I didn't get the second hole, which was a par five downwind. I was a little disappointed about that. But after the after the second hole, we kind of just settled in, and um, the conditions were 
very difficult at times. And in the back of my mind, I kind of knew that if, as long as we didn't make any mistakes, I, I thought that there were mistakes out there to be made. And and uh, we'll just see, you know, what the field does. And we turned it out. It turned out in our favor that week. Yeah. Was there a particular moment during the weekend where you, I mean, I know you had, did you have, you had the lead pretty much through most of the tournament. Did you hold, hold on to it from the end of the first round and until the end? No, it wasn't wire to wire, but it, I think it had the 36, 54 and 72, okay. which worked for me for my entire PGA tour career. But, you know, surprisingly I, I was calm. I just, we, you know, it was, uh, I think having Chelsea there with me, you know, really helped. And, and uh, I don't know, it, it just seemed like the whole week there was really nothing to lose. Absolutely. Kind of like it was, you're, you're kind of meant to win that one. And talking about having uh, Chelsea there, has, has she caddied with you before? I guess talk about that experience. I think everybody was also kind of following that aspect of it. Um, seeing the, the husband wife duo um, was really special. And I guess speak on that, how, uh, having her there support is, uh, is really cool as well. Well, it was, it, it's actually kind of nice for her to get, uh, some, a lot of this credit for, for what happened last week, because most of the time she's just behind the scenes, you know, doing the dirty work and I'm the one out there playing every day and hitting the shots and, and kind of the one on TV and that everybody looks at and, uh, it, it's nice for her to get some of that attention because she certainly deserves it. And, uh, you know, we were, we started out the year at, down in, well, in the Bahamas and then to South America on the Corn Ferry. And we just said, you know, we're just going to travel together and you're going to carry the bag for the first, you know, however, however many tournaments we decided. It wasn't going to be a, a permanent thing or, or an entire year thing, but. Uh, we had some success early on, you know, this year out of the country and, and just said, you know, let's just roll this into Puerto Rico, see what we can do. And uh, I think every, all of uh, all the players out there understand how important their wives are in the in the function of the team week to week and just taking care of the details. So uh, I'm happy that she's getting uh, a lot of credit for this. Absolutely. I know, you know, everyone thought that was really special to see. I know that was, um, I guess, tell me, you know, the moment when you, you, you know, you finish on 18 and, you know, you, you know, you realize you had done it and you were able to just kind of, what was that feeling with her? Was it just, just straight pure joy? Was it a little relief? What, I guess, tell me what you guys were going through emotionally together. Uh, you know, when you, when you kind of knew that you had it in the bag. Well, I, Coming down the last hole, I, you know, obviously the, the whole day we were playing the series of three whole matches with ourselves. You know, it was basically me against her. She was the caddy. And so, uh, you know, a lot of guys do that. And uh, so the first four, three whole matches, I won. And I didn't win the fifth one, which was holes uh, 12 through 15. And so I really wanted to get 16, 17, and 18. And so on that 18th hole, I just wanted to, to win that match. But once I hit the drive in the right rough and I had to hit the ball over that tree, I kind of knew that was out. I mean, I could still make birdie from there, but I, I, that's when it hit me. Like this, as long as we finish with a pulse here, we're going to win. And, um, uh, that's just a great feeling walking up the fairway and, 
knowing you're going to win, it's, it's pretty awesome. So that's when it hit me. And I think after we put the, the, you know, after Chelsea put the flag back in, you know, we just hug each other and said, wow, what just happened? <laughs> that was, that was the real moment. And, uh, I couldn't be more thankful to everybody out there who's, who's been with us along this journey. And, uh, you know, we're really optimistic and looking forward to the future. What's it like having your wife as your caddy? Is she kind of telling you now you gotta, you know, is she the boss out there or you guys, uh, work it as a nice, nice team, team duo effort. <laughs> you know, it's, it's mainly me just talking at her and in, in, in uh, <laughs> as the golf terminology would go however she just will refuse to not let me drink water and and make sure that i eat you know the, the little things that need to be done that as a player you don't really think about are definitely non-negotiables with her but in terms of hitting the shot i think she uh just tries to smile and nod the best she can which is is kind of endearing it it, it, it worked out that's awesome she's got to keep you fueled up on the course right yeah, and and you know, honestly, she carries the yards book too, and and she's double checking the math and making sure the numbers are right. And you know, Absolutely. it's good to have speed to do that. That's that's a that's an important thing because you know I screw it up, and uh, it's good to have somebody double checking those you know the math and the numbers. Absolutely, and I know there's a lot of level of trust between a golfer and 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 their caddy too, and I know that comes in in time in a relationship, and when you already have built-in one going in i'm sure that makes it even better and, and more special too yeah you know we get along we, we we get along well and and it's definitely a team effort and you know it's not just me and chelsea out there there's so many people that are that have been involved with us uh over the years that just deserve a ton of credit for, for this victory it's, it's by no means just us out there alone so absolutely in terms of talking about the tournament you mentioned some conditions that were a little bit tough, I guess. Is that your first time playing on that course? Um, talk about maybe some of the challenges, some of the holes that you found difficult. Um, what was it like playing down in Puerto Rico? Well, you know, we, we were familiar with the golf course, uh, but the conditions just were crazy at times on that final round. We, it was just kind of squall after squall. It would you could tell the squall of rain was coming at you because the wind would all of a sudden just increase by 20 miles an hour, go from blowing consistently 15 miles an hour to like 40. And that would be followed by just a sheet of rain coming at you sideways. And then the sun would come up. And uh, we knew on the first hole, we're like one went through on the first hole and then we're going, okay, five more of those before the end of the day. And we'll probably, uh, well, there'll probably be five more of those by the end of the day. And it turned out there were probably, I don't know, maybe three or four more of those just heavy squalls and kind of coming in on some really difficult holes there on the back nine. There were some untimely rain squalls, but we seemed to, I don't know, get through it. And uh, we, we were definitely the, the beneficiaries of, of that bad weather because some of the best shots of the round came, came when it was raining and blowing. So when you're, playing that well through conditions that are like for football and you're out there at a golf course, yeah. does that kind of give you that bolster that confidence even further? Like, Hey, you know, this is, I'm proud of how this is going so far. 
Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta give some credit to where I grew up and learning the game for that. I mean, we, we as Michigan golfers understand some crappy weather at times. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think that probably puts me in a better mindset. I don't know. Um, I've seen other players play great in bad weather too, but I don't know. I think, uh, just that grinder mentality and, and knowing it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, this is something certainly as, as Michigan golfers we're familiar with. Yeah. So we know next time, if you go to any terms that start snowing, we should keep an eye out for you to win then because that's straight Northern Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to play any golf tournaments in the snow, <laughs> Yeah, but it just so happens. Yeah. Maybe that might be in my favor. Absolutely. Um, do you have a favorite moment, obviously, aside from, you know, getting the win? Um, was there another special moment from the entire weekend, um, either on the course or off the course, something you guys were able to, to do down there, uh, a hole that stood out to you that was both either exciting that you really loved or um, is equally as challenging that you enjoyed or struggled with, mm. I guess, another moment that kind of stands out to you when you look back at the tournament? No, you know, I wouldn't say there's a specific moment that was any different than all the rest of them. It just seemed like last week was just a smooth ride the whole week. I don't know why, um, but looking back, it just seemed very even-keeled, um, nonchalant. And uh, I think it looked that way probably from the outside, and, and I don't know, there was just a certain inner peace. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome. It did. It definitely looked like, especially in that, that third and fourth round, you know, when we were watching, it was just like, Ryan's, Ryan's just running away with it, just chipping away at this lead. So it seemed, uh, it seemed that you were just kind of steadily holding on to it throughout. So do you guys get well, to do, was... yeah. Do you guys get to do a whole lot when you guys do these, these, uh, when you go to, you know, tour events and stuff outside of, of the course, or is it all when you guys are there, it's just, um, is there a little bit before it starts or following, or is it in practice, you know, practice round start, and then you're off on the next or, you know, take a break. There's, there's a, a fair level of downtime in between, I would say Monday and, and Thursday. Um, you kind of have to manage your energy levels and not expend too much, but you know, once the tournament starts, it's, it's pretty, you're pretty busy. I mean, you, you, it's golf. It's warm up golf, then dinner, then bed, then, you know, warm up golf again and dinner and bed. Um, so you kind of can get into a flow once the tournament starts, but having the last tee time is, can be a little bit difficult. Those mornings get pretty long, uh, but we, you know, we negotiated it pretty darn well. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. And that was going to be my next question to you. I know this is your first PGA tour win. Um, I guess when was the last time you, um, had the lead, you know, had the last tee time going into a final round, I guess. What was that a little, you mentioned that was a little bit different for you. What, what's your history in, in doing that before? Is that, does that change much for you? Or? Those were all new. I'd never had a 36 hole lead on the PGA tour. Never. I'm not sure that I have on the corn Ferry either. I've, I've won twice on the corn Ferry tour, but I think it was all in the final. Both times was the final round. I might've had to leave the first time, but, uh, all uncharted waters, honestly, but 
we just really had the attitude of embracing it and uh, growing from it, not anything other than that. Awesome. Um, and talking about a little okay. bit, and talking a little bit about your your roots, obviously, um, Mount Pleasant alum. Um, you, you guys live in Traverse City. Um, went to Michigan State. Um, you know, everybody back in Northern Michigan and Mid Michigan, kind of everywhere was obviously rooting for you to see the support and kind of represent, you know, where, you know, Michigan and where you grew up. Um, what was that like? And I guess how special is that to kind of see such outpouring from an entire state, half of the state for you out there? Well, it, it, I, it's, it's heartwarming is what it is. And, you know, Michigan golf is a small community. Um, and I think it's a very proud golfing state. Uh, you know, I don't know what the numbers are, but I you hear people throw them out like most golf courses per capita or something close to that. And I just know they're just golf junkies in the state of Michigan. And uh, I don't know, you know, everybody from the Michigan State community to 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 the junior golf programs that I you know grew up playing to the Mount Pleasant community um, and beyond. You know, it's it's been powerful. Uh, Chelsea and I are huge Michigan people. We love the Great Lakes. Uh, we're big Detroit sports fans. Um, I don't know. It's just cool. Uh, it's cool for us to be able to represent the state on this stage um, at this level. Uh, it's, it was a dream of mine growing up, and, and uh, I hope it can inspire some of the younger guys to, to keep at it and realize that just one week can change it for you, you know? Um, it just, I don't know, it, it, uh, we're proud. We're proud to be and represent Michigan. For those that don't really understand how the uh, medical exemption works and kind of like what, what was that, how did that factor into how this worked for you where they kind of gave you, you know, hey, you need to finish first or solo second, I guess. Uh, walk me through that, kind of how that all works. Well, that would be based on your previous year's uh, results. And last year, I was scheduled to play at the Zurich Classic with a buddy of mine, Joel Damon. And that's a team event now. And uh, we found out the Sunday before I was supposed to leave on Monday that I had gotten the original, well, I don't know if it was the original strain, but I tested positive for COVID-19. And um, so at that time, you know, mandatory 14 day quarantine. So we just stayed home, hunkered down and, and uh, the tour basically in that situation says, okay, this one start that you had to miss, uh, if you need it on the backside of when you end your year, uh, then you get one, you know, you can get that one start to add your points total to the previous year's total uh, to see, you know, how you would have finished the year. And so in our case, we just really didn't do much last year. And so we needed to win or I apparently finished solo second in order to retain any type of status. So it was winner go home for us last week. And, and honestly, it was, it was good. It was good to have that attitude. It was, it was like, okay, all I'm worried about doing is, is trying to get this job done instead of worrying about where I'm going to finish, how many points I'm going to get. Um, what the impacts are going to be on my, you know, career. 
was more just about, hey, we're just going to go out there and take it one at a time and add them up at the end. Absolutely. And now, you know, looking back, is it is a little bit of relief for you now that, you know, you kind of, you did what you set out to do in terms of winning and, you know, you have your PGA Tour status as well. You get to go play in the Players' Championship now. And I guess, you know, looking forward, what what excites you the most now about, you know, continuing forward, you know, with the PGA Tour? Well, like I said before, we were planning on playing the Corn Ferry Tour schedule. It was going to be, you know, a lot of driving, a lot of uh, uh, time behind the wheel. And I think uh, now it's going to involve a lot more airplanes. Um, and we're going to get to be able to pick our schedule, which is going to be great. You know, I want, we, we want to spend time in northern Michigan in the summertime. You know, we can't do much of that this time of year. We have to be in Florida. You know, we're Florida residents as well. And, and um, we need to be there practicing uh, this time of year. So our Michigan time is in the summer. Well, that's the really busy time for golf. So if we can take a few weeks and get back when we want to, uh, you know, now we have the ability to do that. Both you and your wife in terms of scheduling and stuff, like you said, with the tour, is that something that is, uh, is now really exciting for you guys. Now you have two years of, of tour play. Absolutely. I mean, that's a big, that's a big deal. Um, I don't know how it's going to shape out for us moving forward. I just know that that's a big deal. So I think we're going to be able to say, Hey, we're not feeling great. We're not going to play this week and we're going to plan on playing the next three over here. Or, you know, we get to make our schedule. It's going to be awesome. And we get to do it for two and a half more years. So the, the emphasis is going to strictly be on playing good, good golf week in and week out. Um, and you know, now I think we have every opportunity to do that. So. Absolutely. Uh, have you played in the players before? What are, is this the uh, no. first time for this one as well? Okay. Yeah. What, what are you most looking forward to about going to in this one? Oh, uh, it's going to be fun to see that, that hole, the, you know, the 17th hole. It'll be fun to stand on that tee box and, I'm sure the wind is going to be doing something weird and uh, you know, I'm sure I'm going to be super nervous with some of those pin locations, but uh, getting it on that green all four days would be, would be pretty awesome. And now, I mean, in, in terms of coming off a, a big win like this one, is that even just going to kind of just build that momentum for you in, into this one? Are you confident that you can kind of carry that over or is it um, just kind of a, you start a clean new slate kind of mentally or do you kind of, keep that same mentality kind of energy heading into this one? Well, I think you keep the same mentality. Um, and I'm always going to be able to draw on the experience from last week, but this week's going to be completely different. And, uh, you know, I'm very limited expectations this week, I think, and, and every week really. Um, I just, I don't know. I think that uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see how the week unfolds and see, you know, how we come off of this this win. But I know no matter what, we're going to learn from it and we're going to learn how to, uh, you know, manage the next one. So, absolutely. And I know, like you said, I know you're still staying busy. Will there be any chance to 
celebrate this a little bit more properly with other family, friends? When when will uh, when will you guys get to? Hopefully, obviously, there'll be more wins the rest of the season. But I guess this one I know was big. Will you get to uh, celebrate it a little bit more with uh, everybody? Yeah, you know, I we we're gonna make our schedule here eventually. I honestly, it was just getting here to this next week, and then and then from here, I think once the sweep's over, we'll sit back and say, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and and we're gonna definitely pencil in some time to uh, to celebrate and have a couple have a couple beers with the, with family and friends uh, to celebrate this one. It, it's been very heartwarming, and uh, there's just been so much support. A winner on the American Junior Golf Association and South Carolina Junior Golf Association tours, and a former Mr. Golf and MHSAA individual state champion, P.J. Maybank is well on his way to a successful future collegiate career at Oklahoma. Joey has more with P.J. Tell me just how good it feels to get that win down in South Carolina. I know, especially after the way you lost last year to, to mm. start off the year the way you did. Yeah, definitely losing last year in a playoff really, really motivated me even more this year, you know, to come that close and to lose still is, is definitely tough. And, uh, you know, to win at such a great golf course like Harbor Town where they have they have the tour event there and uh, it's such a good tournament with such a great field. So it felt great. Awesome. Yeah, I was reading it up. It looked like it was uh, not the best weather, though, for you. Tell me how you were able to kind of power through on that final day. It was brutal. All the uh, all the wind and rain, it. it Growing up playing, and I, I seems like I played grow, in a lot of bad tournaments, like weather-wise, growing up, and uh, I feel like that definitely helped for sure. Um, yeah, it was about 45 degrees and blowing, you know, 30 miles an hour off the ocean, raining off and on, and, you know, all my buddies said my score was unreal, and to handle those conditions like that was, was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you turned in the only, you know, under par score on the entire scorecard. Is that is that something that you had – kind of hoped for going into that round, even with the weather. And then were you still surprised at how well you did even deal with all the conditions? Yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely a little bit surprised that, um, you know, I handled it that well. I, you know, in those conditions, you, you have to expect to make bogeys and I only made one and uh, that was, that was really awesome. And it was kind of, you know, we were warming up in the range and one of my buddies said that nobody's shooting under par today. And I was like, wow. Okay. And, um, it kind of, I guess, motivated me a little bit, but, um, yeah, the weather, the weather was brutal. Everyone, if you shot around par, it was a great score. Awesome. Very cool. So this was your first tournament of the junior season then for you of 2022. Yeah. My first event of 2022, I didn't play, didn't play anything in January. Okay. Gotcha. So, and kind of same thing, you know, like you said, is this, you know, to, to start with a win kind of propel you going into the season. Um, yeah, really the kind of momentum you need to help you going forward. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've been working really hard down here in Orlando with, with my coach, Brian O'Neill and, you know, to see it pay off this early in the year is really exciting. I'm I'm really pumped for this, this upcoming season. I'm going to Texas in a, a week from today, actually. And, uh, it's a big, uh, AJGA invitation out there. I think it's the, the second best junior event in the world, I think. So, um, I'm really excited for that. Awesome. Very cool. What are some goals that you have for yourself? I know, you know, you're, you're technically, you're still a junior at Sheboygan doing online stuff, but for the golf season, for, you know, your high school career, what do you still have left that you want to accomplish? Some specific tournaments that you hope to maybe win at this year? What, what's left for you this, this upcoming season? Yeah, I really, I really want to win the Michigan Am. Um, that's kind of to win your, win your state amateurs, a, 
a huge a huge thing to me, I guess. And um, want to defend the Michigan Junior Am again. Um, but I really want to really I really one of my biggest goals on my list is I really want to feel like I have a chance to win at pretty much every event I play in, have a have an opportunity to win. I know it's pretty much impossible to win every event, but just to have a a, a chance to win because the more times you put yourself in those situations, the more comfortable you'll be throughout life and throughout my career. And now since you're just doing Sheboygan online, you don't get a chance to do any MHSA tournament stuff, do you? Um, I played last year, but I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm playing, playing any more high school golf. Okay. And that is that just like your decision then just yeah, based that's, on that's my decision? Yeah. I got just, there's some other tournaments with some MHSA rules that I wouldn't be able to play that I really feel like I, I need to play during the high school season. Gotcha. And some maybe other bigger venues, like the one you mentioned yeah. out of Texas is something that yeah. you'd want to focus on. There's a, there's a couple events, uh, like the Scott Robinson Memorial and the Die Junior at Crooked Stick down in Carmel, Indiana. And there's just a couple of events that I got invited to last year that I couldn't play. Um, and like U.S. Open qualifying and stuff like that, that I couldn't play last year and that I really want to play this year. So I did everything I wanted to do in high school golf and I'm really excited for this upcoming year. Your next upcoming one down in Texas, what was the name of that tournament? So it's called the the Simplify AJGA. It's a uh, AJGA Invitational. It's It's right near Houston. Okay, and if you played that that one before then? I have not. This was the first year I got invited to that tournament, so uh, I'm really excited. Okay, have you played at any other courses in Texas before? I have not. I've never been to Texas, so I'm excited. It should be fun. Okay, anything in terms of what that course maybe offers in terms of different challenges? Obviously, it's it's still winter, so it's not insanely hot down in Texas as of now. Yeah. But I've looked, I've looked at the weather. It's supposed to be at least better than this past weekend. It's supposed to get up to, to 60, I think, but um, okay. no, it's uh, I've heard it's a great track and uh, you know, they've had a lot of good tournaments there. So it's at uh, Carlton woods. I think, I think that's the course. Happy Springs coming around the corner now for you. I know you get to go down South to play and you're not playing up in here in Northern Michigan anymore, but not yet. No, yeah. I'm, I'll definitely start playing some, a lot more amateur events this, this coming season. I know. Um, Coach Hibble at Oklahoma wants me to start playing some more amateur events and get used to, you know, the college feel. So um, I'll still play the big junior events, but definitely look into some more amateur events. Very cool. Awesome. I know last time we talked to you, you had committed to officially to Oklahoma. And I know it mm -hmm. still feels like it's a while away for you and you're still doing yeah, all the tournaments. Still, uh, a little over a year, a year and a half or something like that, but uh, can't come soon enough. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks again, PJ. I appreciate it. And congrats on, on the big win and uh, good luck. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again at your, uh, your next tournament. Yes, sir. Thank you. On an upcoming episode of the My Sports Now podcast, our Matthew Doyle sits down with former Mayo Great and current University of Michigan Director of Player Personnel and Development for the men's basketball program, Jay Smith.